Turn with me to Mark the ninth chapter this evening. Mark chapter 9. And let's release faith together for utterance and for direction. So let's release faith. Father, in Jesus' name, we ask for this. We agree together touching it, asking for utterance, asking for direction, asking for the anointing, for the manifesting of your Holy Spirit. And eyes that see, ears that hear, hearts and minds that can comprehend and understand and distinguish, speak and your servants will hear. And show us what to do, and by your grace, we purpose ahead of time to do it. And we know as we do, we will be blessed, because you always watch over your word and perform it and complete it and fulfill it in the lives of those that do. Help us to see things we haven't seen. Help us to understand things we've not yet understood. Anything that we let get away from us, remind us of it. Show us where it fits and how to practice it. And we ask you to bring us up to a higher place. Bring us into the fullness of what you've called us to have and and see and hear and be and do. And Lord, we we know that your great love uh, yearns to manifest yourself in our midst and to do good things for us. Help us to remove and get rid of every hindrance to that, that you might flow fully and freely And your will be done entirely. In Jesus name. Amen. Somebody say so be it. So be it. So be it. Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. Now as we go into these things. Don't assume. Maybe you've been around the word. You've been around faith. And some of these things for a while. Don't assume you already know these things. Because uh, what the scripture said, if any man thinks that he knows something, he doesn't know anything yet as he ought to know. Uh, you just touch the, the beginning of it. So hear it. And I'm talking about myself too. Let's hear it like we've not heard it before. Because there are things here we haven't heard that we could hear for the first time. How many would uh, acknowledge and say, my life is better today than it used to be. Hmm? Why? Why? What happened? The Lord ministered to you by his word and by his spirit and brought you and I out of darkness and confusion and bondage into light and life and freedom. You'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. Well, we do we know all the truth there is to know? No, no. Then as far as we've come, we could go that much further. And then some. Absolutely. Right? So uh, let's believe that this time is, we're not wasting any time, but that it is moving us toward where we're supposed to be. We're called. The high call. Right? The high calling to be and live like the master himself. In Mark 9, and we'll begin reading in about verse uh, 17. 
It says, one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought to you my son, which has a dumb spirit. Dumb in that uh, not able to talk. And wheresoever he takes him, he tears him and he foams and gnashes with his teeth and pines away. And I spoke to your disciples that they should cast him out and they could not. So this man has just taken his son in the past few hours to the disciples to get help and they got nowhere. And Jesus answered him and said, let me see if I can give you a theology answer. Is everybody awake? Are you with me? This man has got a a bad situation with his son. And he's taken him to the disciples. No help. No better. So now he's taking him to Jesus directly. And if what a lot of people believed was true, Jesus would have said, well, everything is working out according to God's plan. And I know you don't understand why your son is like this, but there's reasons why. And we don't understand this, but he was born this way or he got this way for a reason. And... uh, You'll understand it better by and by. Is this widely believed? Where do we see Jesus ever saying anything like that? Have you read the New Testament? You read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Where did he ever say anything like that? What does he start talking about immediately? Faith. 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 What did Jesus put emphasis on? Faith. Faith. Right? Is the modern church world by and large emphasizing the same thing the master emphasized? No. No. The emphasis is accept the mysterious will of God. Right? It's not up to us. There's nothing can be done. God's doing some things. We don't understand it. But that's not what Jesus said. That's a modern doctrine. I know some of them are hundreds of years old. But with the Lord, that's modern. What did Jesus say? What did Jesus say? Hmm? You, You hear something akin to a sigh here. He goes... Faithless bunch. How long am I going to have to be with you? Unbelief is not fun for faith. People of faith don't enjoy being surrounded by unbelief. It's it's like you're trying to go upstream against the current. Everybody around you wants to talk negative. Wants to tell you why it's passed away. And why it can't be done. And faith don't want to hear that. Because it doesn't believe it. Because it's not true. 
He said, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Suffer you. Bring him to me. Nothing about it might not be God's will. (laughs) Nothing about God made him that way and he's doing something in, in our life. Friend, it's not complicated. Things that are vexing to people, things that rob them of their time and their peace and their fellowship, things that are destructive to you and your home and steal your money and your time are not God. Never were God. Never will be God. It's the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, when you say something like that, a lot of times people get, they get upset. They get upset and say, are you trying to say something's wrong with me? Don't jump to that conclusion. I didn't say that. I didn't say any of that. I just said it's not God. It's not God. We're going to talk about some of these things. You're going to help me? You're going to believe with me? Now, I'm not claiming I know everything. I found out a few things. And I'm happy about them. <laughs> but I'm believing even tonight and even in this series with you and with Branson Church and everybody online. I'm believing to find out more than I've ever known. I'm believing to come up to another place in this. Will you believe with me? Let's do it. We know it's the will of God. Jesus said, bring him to me. So he did. They brought him to him, and when he saw him, straightway, immediately, the spirit tore him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. Now, I'm sure if this had happened today, people would have names for what's going on. Medical, Latin names. Come on, are you listening? Right? Right. And none of them would include spirit. (laughs) You'd be mocked if you said anything about spirit. You'd be mocked. You'd be judged as ignorant and superstitious. Not enlightened to our modern world of science. But in so saying... People are discounting this whole passage. Aren't they? Because the Bible said it's a spirit. And Jesus dealt with a spirit. Right? But how many people acknowledge that in our generation today? Which begins to explain why you don't see as much of this. Kind of deliverance. Kind of freedom. Kind of healing kind of miracle what's the first thing Jesus brought up when this man came and started talking to him about this faith faith and he was irritated about the lack of it faithless generation the the generation's the whole bunch right the whole group alive on the earth faith my friend is rare And precious. 
Many have left the idea, oh, we all have faith. But it's not true. I said it's not true. You're going to need some scripture for that, aren't you? (laughs) Keep your place there in Mark. And turn with me to a couple of openings. Go with me, please, to 2 Peter, the first chapter. Let me give you three, three verses here. And we're going to see more of this as we go. I said to you, faith is rare. You do not find it everywhere. And it's precious. It's more precious than so many things you could talk about or desire. I didn't say that everyone couldn't believe because everyone has the ability to believe. But not everyone does. In 2 Peter 1 and 1, it says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us. Somebody say precious faith. Now, there's not different kinds of faith. There's faith for different areas, but it's all the same kind of faith. It's the faith of God. The faith that you have is the same kind of faith that I have, that we all have, that have faith. But uh, it's not prevalent in the sense that it's common. It's precious. The same kind common, but not prevalent everywhere. Somebody say precious faith. First Peter 1, 7. I'm reading the NIV. The NIV says, these have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes, though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Real faith, genuine faith, is worth far more than any amount of gold. And it is so precious and so valuable that God himself is going to praise it. Jesus did it when he walked the earth, didn't he? Weren't there times when the master said, I hadn't seen faith like this. Do you remember that? I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. Faith is going to be praised by God. It's rare. It's precious. Any of us could believe and have faith, but globally, percentage-wise, not many do. Not many are. They could, but they're not. Listen to Luke, the 18th chapter in the 8th verse. Luke 18, 8. The latter part of it says, When the Son of Man comes, shall he what? Shall he find faith where? On the planet. It must not be just everywhere. To say something like this, the, the complete English version says, Will he find on this earth anyone with faith? The New Living says, how many will he find on the earth who have faith? Can you answer the question, will he find anyone with faith? Yes, Yes, he will. (laughs) 
We're not saying how many he'll find, but we know there's some in Branson and some in Sarasota. And we know there's some online with us. Come on, are you listening? We know there's some. We know there's some. And in other churches with us round about the country and the world, we know there's some. But what I'm saying to you, do not imagine that faith is just prevalent and everywhere. It's not. It's not. It's rare. And it is precious. And when we begin to understand that, a lot of things will make more sense. People use the word faith too loosely. Well, what faith are you? And a lot of times the correct answer would be none. (laughs) The real answer would be none. Faith is not knowledge. Faith is not desire. Faith is of the heart. With the heart man believes. Romans says. Now go back with me to Mark please. The ninth chapter. Felt like we needed to take that exit right there. Check that out. Now we're back on. Back on the interstate. Faith is not prevalent. You do not find strong faith everywhere you go. In fact, it is quite rare. And it is very, very precious. A lot of people could have faith. A lot of people could have a lot more faith. But they don't. It's not for us to judge anybody. But I'm excited to know I can have faith. And I can have this rare, precious thing called faith. And I can have more of it than I've ever had. And how would that affect my life? How would that affect your life? I want you to release faith with me right now. Right now. Pray this out loud with me if you agree and believe it in your heart. Father God, teach us. Show us what really is faith and what is not faith. And bring us in to a greater place in you. In faith, in in Jesus' name. name. Amen. Amen. Now be prepared as we go for the Lord to answer that prayer and to shine a light perhaps on some things you thought was faith, but is not. But that's good news. Because now you know why it didn't work. (laughs) Right? And all you got to do is actually get in faith and we'll see different results this time. Say these two things I already gave you just a moment ago. Say it out loud. Faith Faith is not knowledge. knowledge. You can have a head full of knowledge and not have faith. You can be edumacated (laughs) beyond your understanding (laughs) and and have a void of faith in your heart. Faith is not of the head. Faith is of the heart. I'm not knocking knowledge. We need knowledge. We need understanding. But it's not. that's not faith. Understanding is not faith. Knowledge is not faith. You don't believe God with your head. Faith is of the heart. You can believe things you don't understand at all. <laughs> I said you can believe things 
you have no understanding of. Brother Kenneth Hagin, my my father in the faith, said this as a boy, as an example of this. He said as a boy, he could not figure out how a brown cow gave white milk. And you churn it and make yellow butter. He tried and tried to figure that out, and he just couldn't figure it. He didn't understand it. But all the while, he's trying to figure it out. He's drinking the milk, and he's eating the butter. You don't have to understand something to enjoy it. You don't have to understand something fully to get results. We live in a heady world. That's not the only time the world's been like this. The Greeks were heady. Way back there. Other civilizations have been very intellectual and heady. And if it's knowledge of something good... Well, knowledge is good. Not all knowledge is good. Knowledge of evil, you're better off never finding out about. But knowledge of good, more the better. But it's not faith. Faith is not knowledge. Faith is not desire. Faith is of the heart. In Mark 9, read it again. Verse, uh, what were we, 20 or so? He brought him to him. This boy goes into a fit. In verse 21. And Jesus looks over at the father. And starts asking him questions. While the boy is rolling and writhing. And foaming on the ground. Instead of freaking out. Today. The vast majority of everybody you know. Will just go into natural mode. And dealing with symptoms. Because that's all most folks know how to do. And that's walking by sight. That's responding to what you see. And dealing with symptoms may help temporarily. But it doesn't deal with why this is happening. Or what's causing it. And that's what Jesus immediately goes into. How long is it ago since this came to him? How long has he been like this? And the father said, since he's a child. Verse 22. And oftentimes, it's cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. Now, today, people would not say it that way. What would they say? He's mentally off. You you can't leave him by himself. He'll get in the fire. He'll get in the water he'll run out in the street he'll try to hurt himself well what what about can anything be done what would most people tell you today what can be done we can do some things to help control the symptoms What, what about him being free and normal and living a normal life Well, then if you ask most preachers, what about this? Well, we don't understand. Well, I I could agree with some of that. And I'm not saying I understand everything. I tell you what I do. I believe what Jesus said about these things. 
And I believe what he's about to say in this verse. This man said, if you can do anything, is he desperate? See, he just got through taking his boy to the disciples. And they prayed for him and did everything they knew how to do. And nothing. Friend, just because somebody prayed and you didn't get results, doesn't prove it's not the will of God. I don't care who they were. Or how many times they prayed. Or how fervently they prayed. (laughs) This is also in Matthew's account. This is also in Luke's account. If you read the other accounts, the disciples came back later and asked Jesus, why couldn't we do that? And anybody remember what he told them? Because of your unbelief. Matthew said, because of your unbelief. What's the problem? Unbelief. Lack of faith. Now, folks don't want it to be that. Why? Because that's back with us. People don't want it to be that. They want it to be anything but that. No, it's the mysterious will and ways of God. We just don't understand. It's up to God. It's up to God. It's up to God. Isn't that what he's saying? If you can do something, help us. It's up to you. In essence, he put the whole thing in Jesus' lap, he thought, and said, if you can do something, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus says, verse 23, King James says, if you can believe, actually, it's a play on the words. It actually says, if you can, Jesus quoting the man. Let me read this to you from some other translations. The NIV says it like this. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible to him who believes. If you can. So immediately, Jesus turns it right around. He says, what do you mean, if I can? (laughs) Everything is possible for him who believes. Everybody, you, me, everybody is going to encounter situations in life where man can do nothing about it. Whether it's you yourself or your friends or your family, you're not going to go too long in life until you're going to encounter situations. I don't care how good they are in their field. People are going to look at you and they're going to say nothing can be done. And it's at that point that people concede and they're taught, accept it and get on with your life. But Jesus never told anybody, accept it. Did he? I said, Jesus never told anybody, accept that debilitating disease. Accept that disruption of your family. Learn how to live with it. God's teaching you something. This is men's invention. This is men trying to explain things they don't understand. And again, I don't claim to understand all of it. But I believe this. I said, I believe this. I believe that when there's nothing that man can do, there's still something can be done. 
I believe that. Do you believe that? I believe that when men say it's impossible that Jesus told us it is possible. It is possible, but not to everybody. It's possible for him who believes. Oh, thank you, Lord. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. The Amplified says it like this. Jesus said, you say to me, if you can do anything, why all things can be possible to him who believes. Not everybody believes this phrase, which is not believing. I want you to think about this because we're going to come back to this. If it really is by faith and you don't believe in all this, that would explain why it never happens for you. Right? If it really is by faith and you don't believe in this, you you got to be prepared for people to mock you. You got to be prepared for that. They mocked Jesus. They, they made fun of him. They said negative things about him. And if you want to touch the things he's talking about here, you have to think differently from the rest of the world. You have to respond differently from the rest of the world. You have to become a person who actually has faith and who believes that all things are possible to him that believes. I want you to say out loud, all things things are possible possible to him that believes. believes. Now, if if you'd have taken this boy, this is a real man. This is a real boy. This is a real situation. If you'd have taken him to the hospital today in our state or some other state, and they'd have ran tests on him, they would have given a diagnosis and a prognosis. He has seizures. He's not in his mind part of the time. Or all the time. It's a long standing thing. He's not functional. In normal society. What do we do? Well there's nothing can be done. Maybe one day. We'll have breakthroughs. inside. And I pray for researchers. That we do. But do we have to just sit back. And say. Nothing can be done. Do we have to? Do we have to? Millions tell us we have to. People tell us you have to. But Jesus said. I'm going to go with him on this. How about you? Jesus said. The man in desperation. He says if you can do something. I came to your disciples. I tried to get some help out of them. They prayed. They hollered. They shouted. They rebuked. They bound. They cast out. Nothing. 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 And that's why I'm here with you. If you can do something, I'm asking you. Please, please. You see what a case we're in. Please help us. Jesus didn't say anything about the will of God. He didn't say anything about him being the son of God and proving who he was. Did he or not? No. What did he talk about? Faith, faith. Faith, 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 believing, believing, faith, believing. 
The devil does not want you to know this. He does not want the church to know this. He will do anything he can to get you off the faith track. But if you come anywhere around this place, you're going to hear about faith in the morning. You're going to hear about faith in the noontime. You're going to hear about faith when the sun goes down. You're going to hear about it. You're going to hear about it this year. And if the Lord tarries, is coming next year and the next and the next and the next. Because without faith, you can't get to God. You can't know God. You can't receive from God. You can't get a prayer answered. You can't win a battle. Come on. You can't get started, much less finish without faith. 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 But faith is much misunderstood. There's a lot of folks pretending to be in faith. And it's not. There's a lot of things called faith. You know, the scripture talks about unfeigned faith. What does that mean? Feign means phony. So they're talking about not phony. Is there a phony faith? Gotta be. Gotta be. I don't want any phony faith. How about you? I I don't want any. Phony faith. How could you tell it's phony faith? One way you tell is you never get results. It doesn't work. You don't get results. Let's keep reading this. He said, All things are possible to him who believes. All things are possible to him that believes. Now when I say that, I I can... I can sense in the room and in Branson and another place, I can sense the enemy trying to keep folks from this. Because when you say this, hope begins to spring. (laughs) Could it be? (laughs) Could it be that what everybody said couldn't happen could happen? Could it be? Could it be? And the enemy will come and say, don't get your hopes up. It'll just hurt you. Don't. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. There's a battle going on right now. Right now. To get you to not believe this. How many understand Keith Moore didn't write this right here? Huh? This has been around a long time. For me and you ever came along. And heaven and earth will pass away. But these words. These words will still be true. Ten million years from now. Come on. Do you believe this? These words are forever. Settled. And established. Said out loud. All things. Are possible. To him that believes. Say it again. All things are possible to him that believes. Say it out loud. Jesus said, All things are possible to him that believes. That means the thing you thought was not possible is possible. The thing they told you couldn't happen, it can. It can. It can. Glory to God. Glory to God. 
I've heard testimony after testimony where people were told, you'll never walk again. But they are walking. You'll never hear out of that ear, but they are. Can hear a watch tick. You'll never see out of that eye, but they are. You'll never be able to function like that. You'll never be able to go. But they are. But they are. If they'd have believed that, they'd have been stuck. That's the end. When he told him this, he said all things are possible to him that believes. What do you mean if I can do anything? All things are possible to him that believes. What did the man say? Read the next verse. What did the man say? Immediately, the father of the child cried out. He's responding from his heart. He's not analyzing this. And he said with tears, do you believe he's sincere? Do you believe he's genuine? He is. What did he say? I believe. You believe what? I believe what you just told me. Then what did he say? (laughs) Help my unbelief. What does that mean? I believe. Help my unbelief. The message Bible says that he said, then I believe. Help me with my doubts. The wish said, I am believing. Be helping my weakness of faith. Why would he say that? Because the moment he said, I believe that, something else came and said, no, what are you doing? This is not going to happen. You know what this boy is going through. Everybody and their brother. Jesus' own crusade team. Prayed their heart out and rebuked and bound everything there was. And and there he is in a seizure. Don't get your, what are you over here messing with these religious quacks for anyway? You're an educated man. You know there's no such thing as spirits. (laughs) Do you now? (laughs) How could you know such a thing when you is one? You're sitting there right now looking at me through those two windows we call eyes. You're not just a body and a mind. You're a spirit. God's a spirit. Angels are spirits. And there are other spirits too that cause problems. And people either get in the ditch on one side or the other. They either just don't believe they exist or they get petrified of them. And scared and all this stuff. Listen, friend, when you know the truth, you know there's nothing for the child of God to be afraid of. Because greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. Was Jesus ever afraid of these things? Did you ever see any indication that he acted like he had a concern about dealing with it? No. And the same spirit that was on him is the spirit that's in us and on us. Same spirit. Same spirit. Same spirit. Hallelujah. What's he saying? Lord, I'm believing as much as I know. Much as I I know how to right now. But I I got some other stuff going on and I, I need some help. Would you help me? I'm prompted of the Holy Spirit today 
for you and I to pray this prayer and ask the Lord to help us. Confident that what he did for this man, he will do for us. Have you read this story? When he says, Lord, help my unbelief, what happens just a few verses later? This boy is free. His boy is free and normal. Did the Lord help him with his faith? He did. Now, you don't just pray and ask God to give you faith. Faith doesn't come by praying. The Bible said faith comes by hearing. But the Lord can help you to hear what you need to hear and see what you need to change and adjustment in your heart and in your mind. And that doesn't mean that it necessarily takes a long time. It didn't take a long time with him. He obviously made some adjustments in his heart and mind and anything that was hindering was out of the way and now he's just believing. Not doubting, not fearing. He's just believing and it was the window that the master needed. And while this man's really in faith, here it comes. Do you believe that real faith would get the same results today as what we're reading about here? But real faith is not everywhere. And a lot of what people call faith is not, which is why it's so confusing to me. But real faith works exactly the same way today. Gets the same kind of seeming impossible case results. Say it again. All things. All things. All things. All things are possible to him that believes. That's concerning you spiritually. That's concerning your mind. That's concerning your body. That's concerning your finances. Are you with me, friends? Is that, He didn't limit it, did he? He didn't limit it to one or two areas. But this is a big statement. All things. What does that mean? All things. That's everything included, nothing excluded. All things. So that when something comes to you and tell you, well, that's it. That'll never be right again. That's it. You'll never be able to have that or do that. That's it. That's done. You, you might as well just get used to it. Do not sit down and accept that. You need to begin to say, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jesus said. Jesus said. All things are possible to him that believes. That means that dead kidneys can start working again. That means a dead pancreas can start working again. That means a damaged heart can be completely healed and function and pump normally again. That means problems in the blood vessels, problems in the brain, problems in the lungs, problems in the liver can be healed, can be healed, can be healed, can be fixed. But they said it can't be fixed. Well, they can't fix it. Thank God for what people can do. But we ought to know people can't do everything. Men don't know everything. But it doesn't mean it can't be fixed. What happened in this boy? Let's read the rest of it. Let's read the rest of it. Straightway, the father cried out with tears. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. I want everybody to pray this right now. Lord, Lord, I do believe. believe. Help me me. with anything in my life life. that's hindering you. That's That's unbelief. That's not faith. Help me like you helped this man in Jesus' name. 
I ask for it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. You believe that's his will? Then you know he heard us. And if we know we heard it, look for it. Expect it. Help. It's already begun. I said it's already begun. Verse 25, Jesus saw the people running together. Why? Because this boy is writhing on the ground. He's foaming. He's having seizures. They're running. It's, it's a, a turmoil is, is, is happening. And Jesus rebuked the foul spirit. And he said, you dumb and deaf spirit, I charge you, come out of him and enter no more into him. Now, this is where you lose a lot of folks. This is where you lose a lot of people. People say, well, Brother Keith, that was Jesus. Yeah, but the Bible said he did it as a man. And we see the same kind of thing happening in the book of Acts with the apostles and disciples. Evangelists, not just apostles, evangelists, prophets. So what changed from then till now? They used to believe that spirits cause problems and the devil cause problems and you deal with that and the problem's fixed. When did all that change? Because <laughs> most people would say, well, no, no, no. It's Why? Because if you're not a believer, you don't believe in spirit. You only believe in flesh. You only believe in what you see with your senses and feel because you're not a believer. Believer means you believe in what you don't see. You believe in the reality of God who is spirit. Did the Bible say God is spirit? God is spirit. Angels are spirits. And there are wrong spirits that try to cause problems. Now, you wouldn't deal with every situation exactly the same way, but you've got to be open to the Lord telling you, deal with this, speak to this, right? And expect it to do what he's charged to do. This is how Jesus operated, not just one occasion. Have you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Do we believe this? Are we ready for some more of this in 2013 and 14? Are we ready for some more of this? Now, it seems like when you start talking about this kind of thing, people get in one ditch or the other. People get off and get in a ditch and everything's a devil. And they see a devil under every bush, right? And and, and they talk more about the devil than they do God. And they just get off. Or people get in the other ditch on the other side of the road and act like there is no devil and there's nothing to deal with. And the only thing you could do is natural, physical. That's the only thing you can ever do. And just pray and ask that God might do something if he decides to. But that's not how Jesus operated. And that's not how he told people. He told this man that if he'd have faith, something would happen. And this man did. And so he speaks to this thing. Something's affecting this boy. He speaks to it. He commands it to leave. Put up the verse again. Come out of it. Dumb and deaf. So so there's a spiritual 
force, there's spiritual something that's causing this boy to not be able to speak and not be able to hear. You can't see a spirit under the microscope. Spirits don't show up on tests. (laughs) You can see the effects. You can see the symptoms. You can see the results. But you can't see. They don't have a test for spirits. (laughs) But Jesus didn't need a test. Did he? Now don't misunderstand me please. I'm not knocking medical. I thank God for good doctors and good nurses and good technicians. I pray for researchers that we find. But if you limit yourself only to the natural side of life and treatment and help, then there will be thing after thing that you will have no hope in. Because men and women don't know everything. And they can't do everything. And you won't know what to do when you get to the place where they look at you and tell you, get used to it. You're going to be this way the rest of your life. There's no help. This is quit working. This is not going to happen anymore. Then you'll resign yourself to it. And you can be saved and love the Lord with with all that. But is it true that nothing can be done? That there is no hope, that there is nothing else except man's help? There is. God. There is the help of God. There is the power of God. And he commanded this thing. And verse 26. And it got worse. I said it got worse. He rent him sore. The writhing and and the seizure got worse. But not for long. And he came out. And then everybody thought, well, he killed him. (laughs) I know he was in bad shape, but at least he was alive. I mean, good. (laughs) And I'm sure they were already planning their lawsuits. Which is why a lot of ministers wouldn't dare to try to minister like this or think like this. Too afraid of litigation. Can you see we're seeing a number of reasons why we're not seeing some of these things? Locked in to head knowledge. Locked in to only what you see and feel. Locked in to fears of not even trying. God didn't change. Faith didn't change. Miracles didn't change. People have gotten away. He was as one dead in so much that many said, he's dead. (laughs) Verse 27, but Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. He got up. Hallelujah. And he's not the same. He's clear minded. Oh, does, does anybody here believe this besides me? He's clear minded. We have no reason to think this boy had seizures again. We had no reason to think anything that this young man grew up, got married, had kids, had a career. Come on, are you listening to me? 
No reason to think otherwise. He is completely free. Jesus said, come out of him and don't get back in him again. Didn't he say that? Then I believe that's exactly what happened. And so this boy was totally free. He never had another seizure. He never tried to kill himself by jumping in the fire or jumping off the bridge ever again. Nobody had to watch him. (laughs) Somebody say, it's possible. It's possible. Oh, somebody say, glory to God. Glory to God. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Hallelujah. It's possible. Go with me to Hebrews 11, please. Hebrews 11 and the 6th verse. Hebrews 11, 6. The word says, without faith, it is what? Now, that's a, that's a strong word. It's impossible to please him. Can't be done. You can try as you may to please God without faith. Through works, through sacrifice. And if it's not with faith, none of it pleases him. You can give giant amounts of money and stuff, but if it wasn't in faith, it didn't please him. You can't please him unless through faith. And then he describes the two main ways you have faith. He that comes to God must, not should, it's not optional. If you come in, it'll only be like this. And if you don't come like this, you don't get to it. You must believe that he is. He exists. He's real. He's God. Does anybody in here believe he is? Don't take this for granted now. Do you believe he is? God is. We were singing about that earlier on. God is. He is. He is. Uh, You got skeptics. You got folks that say we don't. God. That's for ancient superstitious civilizations. We've. We've outgrown all that superstition. It's not superstition. It's a choice. You either choose to believe it or you choose not to believe it. I choose to believe it. And I'm fully persuaded. Anybody here besides me? Fully, fully persuaded. Fully persuaded that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ has always existed. And He always will. He is the creator of the heavens and the earth. He said, light be, and it became. He created the heaven and the earth, the oceans and the mountains, the animals, the plants. You and me, our parents, Adam and Eve. Now, I know that sounds simple, but you do understand there's millions of people on this planet that don't believe that. They don't believe that at all. 
They scoff. They mock. Can they get miracles in their life when things go wrong? They're stuck. They're stuck. They can't. It could happen, but if you won't believe that God is, the door is closed. But you got to go on and believe something else. There's another part to this. And a lot of Christians stop at the first part and they don't go on. God is, God can do anything. God's almighty. That's all fine and good, but you got to go further. You've also got to believe that when you reach up, he reaches back. <laughs> that when you call, he answers. That when you ask, you'll receive. When you seek, you'll find. When you draw near to him, he'll draw near. You got to believe he will respond to your faith. He is a recompenser, a rewarder of them that diligently or seriously seek him. He's not just a God afar off who's disconnected from all of this. He made it and gave it a spin and barely knows what anything's going on. No, 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 no. He is a God who hears and answers prayers, who responds to our faith. But without faith, impossible to get the response, to get the help. And when you see things not happening, not happening, not happening, you don't have to wonder. It's lack of faith. Me, you, I don't care what church, I don't care what preacher. It's not complicated. It's plain old doubt and unbelief (laughs) that's keeping the doors closed on things and hindering things. Oh, but friends, God will meet us where we are. I said, did he meet that man where he was? What did he say? I believe. This man has no degree in Bible. He didn't have a Bible. Not like we do today. What does he know? He knows he needs help. And when Jesus told him, if you believe all things, it can happen if you'd believe. When he heard that, he said, I believe that. I do believe that. But I need some help here. Because there's some other stuff trying to pull me back here. I'm believing much as I know, but I know there's some unbelief here too. Could you help me out? I mean, immediately. He gets the help. He gets over the hump. He gets free from the thing that's holding and hindering. And his boy gets free and stays free glory to God 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 God. I know sometimes preaching like this makes people mad and say well brother if you think you can work miracles I ain't been talking about me I'm talking about God. Right? I'm not talking about faith in me. I'm not talking about what I can do. Or what you can do. Here's the great thing. We don't have to do it. We don't have to change a liver. Or create new cartilage. We don't have to clear up a lung. 
or put new blood vessels in the heart. We don't, we don't have to know how. We don't have to have a clue. Even what actually has to happen in there for it to work right. We gotta believe two big things. We gotta believe God is, and that means He can. If He's God, He can do it. If He can't do it, He ain't God. We gotta believe He is, and He can do it, and we got to believe that when we ask and we reach out, He will respond. He will. He will. He will. He will. He will. And then it's him who does it. And you and I just smile all the way. (laughs) All the way to Healthville. All the way to freedom. Come on, all the way to the bank. We is that right? We we just I didn't do it. You didn't do it. See, you see how people get all mixed up and go, well, are you saying something? The reason that I don't have a miracle is because I don't have faith or something's wrong with me. Don't get so defensive. Why do you think you got so much faith to start with? Well, you think you can do something about this? Come over here and do it. No, I didn't say I could. I can't heal myself either. But I know who can. And I know how he does it. Come on, are you listening? I know how he does it. All you and I got to do is have some real faith. And amazing things can happen. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Amazing things can happen. I believe God's stirring us up. I believe he's prepping us. I believe he's getting us ready for some good things. Some demonstrations. Some manifestations of his power in our life. Now, they're not always spectacular, but they're always wonderful. I've seen some outstanding things in my few years of ministry already. I've seen miracles happen so fast, faster than you could blink your eye. And it's almost so fast, and you didn't feel anything, and you didn't see anything. And you almost question yourself like, was that that way? <laughs> and they look at you and go, oh, it was that way. It was that way for 20 years. Okay. It's not that way now. They go, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. I've seen tumors and growths disappear that fast. Faster than you could blink your eyes. Remember a lady one time she had a a growth on her wrist. It protruded that much. It was big. You couldn't miss it. It was several inches long and, and that tall. She was in the healing line. We cursed that thing, commanded it to die and dry up. That's what the Lord prompted us to do. She shouted. I had my hand there. She said, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> I said, show me. And she said, there. I said, and it was one of those things you're like, I, it was there, right? Yeah. It was there. Who made it go away? God. She didn't make it go away. No. I didn't make it go away. No. Who made it go away? Anybody, anybody with me? God. The word miracle 
I think sometimes people misunderstand. They, they use it for all kinds of things. If you look up the word that's translated miracle, it means force, power. It's God's power being manifested. And when his power is manifested, things happen. Don't they? And they can happen so quick. It was this way. Now it's this way. Just like that. It can happen so quick. You didn't even feel it. Sometimes you feel something. Sometimes you don't. We had somebody shouting the other day. They, they, they released their faith in the service. And next, uh, they, they knew some things happened. But they still had a lot of the symptoms. And the next day when they woke up and stretched to get out of bed. It was all gone. All gone. And it had been that way for decades. With debilitating pain. Happy? You're talking about happy? Oh, they're so happy. And yet you got so many people say, well, ah, you know, about all that junk, hocus pocus. What do you call, what is, what is that? Magic? What are you talking about? No. The power of God. Same power that keeps the sun shining. Same power that created you and me. Do you believe? Do you believe God is? He is. And he's also a responder, a rewarder of those that will reach up in faith and say, Lord, I believe you can do this. And I'm confident it's your will. I see it in your word. And I'm asking for it and I'm believing for it. Right? In the face of seeming impossibility. Just believe anyway. Like Abraham, against hope. Believe in hope. And see it done. And see it done. Hebrews 11.6. Are you there? Read it again. It's impossible to please God apart from faith. Anyone who wants to approach God. The message says. Must believe that he exists. Somebody say I do. I do. I do. And you must believe that he cares enough. To respond to those who seek him. Now a lot of folks don't believe that. They believe this. Well. You just never know. What God's, what are you saying? He might do something if he wants to, but he may not. Then are you believing this? You're not believing that. You don't believe what the Bible said. You believe something else. You believe it's not, it's not in your hands. There's nothing you can do about it. It's up to him. But it's not true. Isn't that what the man was saying? If you can do anything, have compassion on us, help us. Jesus didn't say, stand back, I'll take care of this. Should have brought him to me to start with. Did he? Did he? No. I'm the son of God. I can do this. Don't try this at home. No. What did he talk about? Saints, what did he talk about? Help me out. He talked about faith. Faith, faith, faith. And if you read through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you will see over and over and over and over and over again, he said, your faith has saved you. Your faith made you whole. As you believed, so be it done to you. Didn't he? Over and over and over again. And people have ignored that and tried to turn it into something else and the mysterious will of God and something else and something else. But it has always been and will always be faith. Faith. Do you want to know more? Do you want to grow? Do you want to reach out and receive more than you've received before? And get rid of this stinking, 
unbelief and fear that holds so many people back. We've prayed. We've asked the Lord. I'm confident he's hearing these prayers and he's answering these prayers and it's already happening. I said it's already happening. It's already happening. We're getting free. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Say it out loud. We're getting free. We're getting free. We're getting free from fear. We're getting free from unbelief. We're getting free from everything that would hold us back. That would hinder the Lord from moving in our lives. Oh, thank you, Lord. Close your eyes and just lift up your hands before the Lord. Oh, lift up your hands. Say it out loud. Father, we worship you. Come on, just worship him. Tell him you believe in him. Tell him you believe he's, he's real, that he's, that he's good, that he's powerful. Tell him that you believe, you believe that he responds when we reach out, that he rewards when you seek him and when you believe him. Lord, I believe it. I believe it. I don't care what anybody says about it. Your word is true. Your word is right. When we reach out to you, you respond to us when we do it in faith. Every time. Every time. Every time, every time, oh, we believe in you. We believe in you. We believe in you. We believe in you. All things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. It is possible. What they said couldn't be done. It is possible. It is possible. It can be done. It can be done. I can't do it. They couldn't do it. But you can do it, Lord. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church. If you would like to help send this word to others at no charge, you can become a word sender today. For more information, visit our website at morelife.org.